What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Asian MMA Podcast, where we talk about everything and anything going on with Asian MMA. I'm Dana Bluen, and today we're doing the Full Metal Dojo 16 preview. That's Full Metal Dojo 16, Big Trouble in Little Bangkok. Now, this card has some fights that I think everyone should be excited about. I saw the card. Everything's finalized. It looks good. I'm not going to go through every fight on the card, but I am going to pick out the ones that I think are exciting. So that caught my eye. I just want to get into the nitty gritty of it. First up, I'm going to jump right to the second fight of the night, and that is amateur heavyweight action. We've got an amateur MMA debut by a Bangkok-based fighter, and I know I'm going to butcher his name. It's Stan Tishtifki. It's a tough one. But he is going up against uh, Israel Izat, the Malaysian superboy, who's got a fantastic record. And he's actually fought in MIMA before, in Malaysian Invasion and in uh, Ultimate Beatdown, down in Malaysia. He's got a ton of experience. I've never seen Stan fight in any like combat sports, like boxing or anything, but I have seen him do submission grappling. I will say that his grappling looks basic very very basic I, I saw him at the copa de bangkok he made a lot of really fundamental mistakes he didn't look fantastic on the ground but he looked beastly strong incredibly strong guy and he also looks like zangief from street fighter like they could be the same human being he might actually be like the son of zangief from street fighter that is how much he looks like him with the mohawk and everything now, despite what I, I said about his grappling being basic, he, he is strong as an ox. And I've heard from people that he trains with that his stand-up is on point. I don't know if that's going to be enough for him to really take on Azrael because he has a ton more experience. Now, this is where it gets interesting, though. Azrael's not a natural heavyweight. Stan is. Stan is a much bigger framed individual where Israel is really just an overblown middleweight who's had success at heavyweight as an amateur because there are not a lot of natural heavyweights in Asia and therefore someone who's just a little bit bigger and doesn't want to cut weight can do okay for the most part unless you face someone like a, a Darren Lowe who is a monster of a human being, one of the scariest individuals on the planet former MIMA champion. That being said, I'm excited to see the fight just because Stan looks like a freak of nature and as he starts to get experience, I'm excited to see him develop. If his stand-up is as good as people are telling me it is, that could be a big differentiator here. He's also, like I said, a natural heavyweight. He's a very big gentleman. Israel is a big gentleman, but not natural for that size. He's probably would be better at middleweight or welterweight even. So it could be a little one-sided from the physical standpoint, but it's also very one-sided from the experience standpoint with Israel having a great advantage there. It's going to be a good way to start the evening off for sure. Two big dudes, potential banger. I'm excited. I want to jump all the way ahead to fight six. And fight six sees us with uh, Javier Trello versus making his pro debut, Vinod Graywall from Malaysia. 
And I want to point out he is making his pro debut on five days' notice. Just five days to make his pro debut. Now, he's got a lot of amateur experience. I've seen him in Malaysian Invasion in the MEMA tournament. Fantastic fighter, very skilled. A lot of experience in, big, in front of big crowds against high-level amateur fighters. That being said... You don't want to make your pro debut against a FMD veteran like Javier Trillo. It, it's just not what you want to do. Javier, he's got four fights in FMD. He's three and one. In you know, he also has the distinction of owning one of the most amazing one punch, five second knockouts I've ever seen against uh, Ryan Feltner at FMD 13 and. To make it all better, I'll find the link. I'll put it in the show notes. It was commentated by Jason Mayhem Miller. They had flown him out to Bangkok for that FMD to do commentary. And he just has this maniacal laugh as soon as uh, Javier knocks out Ryan. I'll find the video. You've got to watch it if you haven't seen it. It's a classic Asian MMA moment. You know, but getting back to Vinod, like I said, he's crafty. He's got a ton of experience on the AMI circuit. It's just Javier's not the dude you want to make your pro debut against no matter how much amateur experience you have. Javier's a great wrestler. He's tough. He's crafty. He's got a fantastic submission game. You know, and he's got experience at the pro level against very tough people. And that being the case, it's just it's going to be a tough fight. For Vinal, I think, you know, it's going to be a good fight because they're both really talented. It's going to be a great fight. It's just a very unpredictable situation with it being a pro debut and a pro debut on five days' notice. So something to keep in mind. All that being said, going to be a great fight. Next up on the card, though, is Fight 7, which isn't even a fight. It's a video game. I guess it's a fight because it is Tekken, but... It's two pro fighters in Peter Davis and Nick Harris who have both made a successful transition to e-gaming taking part in a Tekken fight under what is being referred to as Full Metal Gaming. I know John Nutt, the promoter of FMD, has talked to me in the past about his desire to move into esports and do something in that arena. And like I mentioned in episode one where I talked about Demetrius Johnson, E-gaming is getting very, very big in Asia, in Southeast Asia. So I think this is a smart play. And Peter and Nick are two guys who have great personalities and have made successful transitions from combat sports into other areas of life, such as pro gaming, social media influence, things of that nature. And this is going to be interesting. Nick is much more active in the pro gaming space since he left uh, MMA. I believe his last MMA fight was at Mima R, which were fights that took place on a cruise ship outside Phuket against uh, Matt Polino, the, uh, who came in like 50 pounds overweight or something crazy. So, you know, it's been a while since Nick fought. Peter's been a little bit more active in MMA, but he's also been very active in a lot of other things. They're both avid gamers. They're both really into it. Last time Peter was in Bangkok, we were actually talking about his Twitch and some of the things he's planning on doing. I think that's just going to be a great interlude during the event. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays with the crowd. 
From there, we go right on to Fight 8, which is a co-main event. It's the Women's Atomweight Championship. This one is going to be amazing. We've got Invicta and Pancrase veteran uh, Loma Lakbomni, and she is going against two-time FMD vet Sawanan Bunson. Now, they're both two, fight, two fights in their MMA career. Loma's undefeated, while Sawan is one and one. Now, I think it's going to be an awesome fight, but not for the same reasons. I really think this is going to be one-sided, and Loma's experience is just at such a higher level. Having fought in Invicta, having fought in Pancreas, she trains at Tiger Muay Thai. So even at 105 pounds, you know, she's just down there with monsters all day training, putting in time in the gym, getting better. They've got great coaches down there. I think it's going to be an awesomely one-sided affair, and my prediction there is that Loma walks away with a very easy win and a new championship to her name as she continues her career in MMA. With that being said, it brings us to our main event, which is one I'm incredibly excited for, and that is also for the FMD Middleweight Championship. And we're talking about Glenn Spa versus Mehdi Bahari. Anyone who's followed... Asian MMA for any amount of time knows who Glenn Sparv is. He's, he's a veteran of the sport down here. He's, he actually headlined the very first FMD. I believe that was even his pre-mullet days. Glenn has an amazing mullet. He's got a record of 18-5. and five. He's got a ton of experience. I've seen him fight in Thailand before. I've seen him fight in China. You know, he's been all over. He's fought the top guys in the region. He's a very crafty, experienced veteran. He's a smart fighter, and he's just well-rounded. He fights out of Tiger Muay Thai also. That 18-5 and record is a ton of experience under his belt. He's going to bring a lot to the table. Mehdi, not so much experience, but he is a beast. He's 4-0, but up until his last fight, he had only fought in Malaysia. So his first three fights in Malaysia... He fought his last fight at Full Metal Dojo, got a win actually against Javier, who's on this card also. And that fight in itself, I'll find a video from uh, FMD does a series called The Highlight Zone. I'll put those links in the show notes. He actually took one of the most devastating nut shots I've ever seen. Any guy out there who's even had something breeze by knows how sensitive it is. Medi's cup broke. He takes a minute to rest pulls his broken cup out and swaps it with someone else that, who had already fought that night, swaps it for a new cup, goes back into the fight, recomposes himself, and goes on for the win. Now, in the fights I've seen from Mehdi, he's very strong. He's incredibly strong, has great wrestling. He's Iranian, lives in Malaysia. His wrestling pedigree is phenomenal. His submission game is on point. I just don't think at this stage, Mehdi has the experience to beat Glenn. I think the experience is going to be the factor here. But that being said, at the rate Mehdi's getting better at his strong foundation of skills, in a few more fights, he could be one of the most dominant forces at middleweight in Asia. It could be unstoppable, but right now, my pick for this fight, and I don't think it's going to be an easy fight. I think it probably goes to decision, and I think that's why Glenn gets the win. I think his experience, his craftiness is what's going to separate him in this fight. And I see Glenn winning by decision, taking home the first middleweight championship in Full Metal Dojo. 
Now, those are the fights I'm most excited to see on the card. I'd love to know what you guys are interested in. Leave some comments down below. Look at the card. I'll leave a link to it. You know, if you're interested in some of the other fights, you think I left it out, let me know. What do you guys think about that that amateur heavyweight fight going on too? Do you think, you know, a debut that's a natural heavyweight is going to do really well against a very experienced but kind of oversized middleweight? And what do you think about Mehdi and Glenn Sparv? I mean, to me, it's just that experience level is out of control, but I'd love to know what you guys think. Do you think Mehdi being kind of a 4-0 but still relatively new is going to be able to do well in the in an early championship fight in his career? Comments, let me know. Now, stay up to date with all things Asian MMA. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you find content. I'm going to try to put it there. I'll have all the links in the show notes, like I said. Check it out.